Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We've got a special guest coming in at 7 a.m. today, former Husker offensive lineman Yoshi Hardrick, Jamarcus Yoshi Hardrick at that sip. He's in the CFL. You talked to him over the weekend. We'll get a chance to have him in studio, the big man. Yeah, he's a big dude. Looking forward to that. He's a big dude, and he's got a great story. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Nice to see you. Uh, it was a good Easter weekend. Had a chance to play some golf on Saturday. We'll get to my golf course yeah, review. It's awesome. It's, it was fun. Awesome. Looking forward to the review today. I am too. I am too. I'm not even going to ask any questions right now. Yeah, you probably will. You usually, no, usually I will try to ask. spoil it before the things happen. Oh, yeah. Easy now. <laughs> Man. Mr. Just pointing out facts over here. Mr. Monday. We got Gus over here. Gus Hello, is in the house. Gus. Yep. Gus. Gus with the wave. He's here. Yes. Gus was here early. He that'll, was. That'll change. <laughs> Yeah, joking, guys. about two weeks in, it was starting to <laughs> creep closer to six o'clock because it always does. It's just it's what happens. It's okay. It's what happens here. All right, provided you had a good weekend and happy Easter and all that. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> good. I'm glad to be here. And, and you know what? We'll get to this next segment. But I I actually sat down. Me, with no one telling me to by my own accord. I watched an entire NBA playoff game That's yesterday. Amazing. That doesn't happen. That does yeah. not happen until the finals. I hope you enjoyed it. We had about a couple hours before we had to go down to Beatrice for Easter, and it was like noon. I said, oh, the Heat are playing right now. I better watch my team play. One easily. And they looked really good. So, for all the people out there that are NBA fans, they oh, the Heat have no chance. Nobody the- says yes, that. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They get, such, they get so is, disrespected. Is, oh, it's going to be the Celtics the or the one Bucks. Seed. Yeah. I mean, they're the most... Disrespected one seed in the history of one seeds. I've never heard anybody say the Heat have no chance. I've never heard it they once. Very, they, they, they keep saying, oh, yeah, the Heat are Don't one quit seat, playing the victim card. It's I not. Am, it's, no, the victim card the victim is what the Heat is really play. repulsive when it's not genuine. The Heat are going to play the victim card because everyone oh says, God. oh, the net. I mean, you saw you saw the, pre, oh the pre-playoffs bets. The Nets, as an eight seed, or the seven seed, excuse me, had a better chance of making the finals than the Heat, the I one watched, seed. I watched. So that's disrespect. Jacob, I watched Kenny the Jet Smith, Charles Barkley, and Shaq all pick Boston to beat Brooklyn. Well, you know so what? Brooklyn's the, not getting undue. Well, guess uh, what? They're not getting a bunch of love. That doesn't change the fact that before the playoffs began, the Nets were seen as a better chance to make the, the, the finals than the number one are, seed Heat. Are you seriously selling an underdog theme with the Heat? The Heat better buy it. That's how you. That's how you advance these playoffs. They're the for these number guys. one seed. No, you don't want to be an. Not, not everybody wants to be an underdog. Oh, well, sometimes you can be the disrespected team though, and that goes a long ways. And you know what? The Heat are going to ride that I'll way ride for that. a long I'll time. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Sometimes- disrespected. <laughs> not an underdog, but disrespected. Okay, I'll buy. I might be by disrespected. 
I don't, no, uh, no, I don't, don't know if they're maybe disrespected. Maybe buy it. Buy it. I don't know that they're disrespected. They are completely disrespected. Well, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Nets. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah way, I forgot so the Heat or the one seed. They might make the finals, too. Yeah, so the winners yesterday were the Heat by many. Yeah, the Heat rocked the world of the, the Hawks. Trey Young was a punk yesterday. He had not. He made one shot. Easy, easy. One for 12. He was coming off of a 31-point second half, 32-point oh, second know, half. Oh, you know, he had one, he had one hey, shot. Hey, hold on, don't interrupt. He was coming off a 32-second half, 32-point second half against Cleveland to get to that game. Now, they played Friday night. In Cleveland, did the Hawks then had to go to Miami? I, you knew that was going to be tough. No, it's too bad. Yeah, guess what? John Des Moines texting in right now. What's he saying? I'll say it. The Heat, the Heat have no chance. He said, "You had one game to watch and didn't watch Net Celtics. That was an incredible game. Yeah, great finish. Awesome by Tatum to get yeah. the bucket Jason at, at the nice at job. the buzzer. Right? So yeah, Celtics beat the Nets, and then the Bucks beat the Bulls. Closer and, game than I thought it'd be. They won by seven. Yeah, ninety three, eighty six. Look at that. Good job. DeRozan. Then the Suns roasted the, uh, who'd they play? Pelicans. The Pelicans, which yeah. was predictable. They'll sweep that now series. let's talk about baseball. I have a very good question for you, but you can set the stage. 402-464-5685. Call or text, as always. Nebraska baseball beat BYU on Thursday 1-0 to to begin the series off well, and then the next three games happen. They lose both games on the doubleheader on Friday. They lose 3-2. to two. In game one, they lose in game two, seven to six, and they lose on Saturday, four to three. So a couple one-run losses for Nebraska. Now the record sip, thirteen and twenty-one overall. It was not conference play, so there's still four and five there in conference play. But I want to ask you guys this at four six four five six eight five. Did Nebraska catch a heater last year in baseball? Or is this team just severely underachieving? Four six four five six eight five. It could be both. What would you think? I, here's here's the exercise. The exercise I'd like to do with you. If you were to, if, if I was Will Bull, what would you ask me? What was your? That's a pretty good question to ask Will Bull. I'd ask right the there. same question. Hey, Will, between you and me, was last year a heater, or are you guys just really underachieving this year? That's what I ask him. What else would you ask? Uh, I'd Think say, did you did you uh, did people understand the uh, the loss that was going to be in play with Spellenbach and Povich and Roach those three specifically specifically and I think the entire outfield Jackson Hallmark your middle infield you lost Luke Roskam yeah you first and base. your corner corner guy Luke Roskam yep. well Roskam played first third and catch <laughs> yeah played everything um, they lost a lot they lost a lot but yeah the. I'd say the big losses were Cade Povich, Chance Roach, and Schwellenbach. Absolutely. That's the big three loss. They, now, the thing I always do is I keep reminding myself, this team won the Big Ten last year. But, but it was much different last year. Remember, no midweek games, right? Okay. Um, no midweek games, all Big Ten games. So you didn't stretch your bullpen. Their bullpen was their bullpen was burgeoning last year. Um good word. It it had you know what they were doing, Jake? They would throw arms during the middle of the week when they weren't playing to get guys like in simulated games. So think about that compared to this. Now they're short. Now they're short of guys. Now they're 
now they're they might be asking guys like Jack Style, who pitched in high school, to to throw, even though he hasn't been a pitcher in, in college. Um, he threw for his Minnesota high school team. So it's a much different situation. The Huskers are down two weekend starters. Okay? One or two. And they're down at least three key relievers. And if that weren't enough of an issue, they're a horrible clutch hitting team. Uh, yeah. They, yes. yes, they are. They went one for nine with runners in scoring position in the finale against BYU. And now in the past seven games with runners in scoring position are seven for f- seven for 54. Oh, that's bad. That's, <laughs> that's 130. Oh, boy. That's 130. Oh, boy. One for nine with runners in scoring position in the finale against BYU. And, and in the past seven games, seven for 54. They've lost seven of those eight games, and all of them were at home. The clutch hitting issue has been an issue all year, pretty much all year. They are hitting in the 240s with runners in scoring position. Their offense is in the 200s nationally. Their pitching is yeah. – is now, it, it, they pitched well against BYU. They did, but yeah, the pitching wasn't the problem. But like you said, clutch hitting is a problem. You lost all these games by one run. You won the first game on Thursday 1-0. to zero. It was a great pitching outing, and Nebraska got a run in the eighth to get the win. But, yeah, you lose you know, Friday 3-2. to two. That's not a pitching problem. You allow three runs, you should win a, win a baseball game. Game two, seven runs is quite a bit, but he scored six. I mean, he just didn't finish it off. And then, and then Sunday, or sorry, Saturday, four runs allowed. I mean, you should, in college baseball, if if the opponent has four runs, you should win the game. College, the pitching is just not as good in college baseball. Hitting is typically better, so that's enough to win baseball games. And yeah, it's just it's just not clicking with this team. And yeah, it is it is late now. They're thirteen and twenty one. I mean. This season has been an epic disappointment. It's not over yet because over. they still have a chance to do something in Big Ten play. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but the likelihood of that happening just gets dimmer and dimmer every day. Right? Yes. I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative Ned You're over here. You're being negative Ned. But it's, it's easy. <laughs> but it's hard it's not pretty to be, easy yeah, to be negative Ned in the situation when, hey, we went into the season with expectations now again. Maybe they were too high with all the losses that were out there of players that moved on to professional ranks. But that was that was what we thought we were hoping was going to be the Will Bolt and Rob Childress effect on the team. Hey, it doesn't matter. Those, that's big losses. But these guys are going to get this figured out. We're going to be all good. And I guess that was too good to be true. All right. So now what you're looking at is Nebraska needs to finish in the top eight of the Big Ten standings in order to qualify for the Big Ten tournament, which Nebraska hosts in Omaha. Will has to has to keep moving chess pieces, probably, you know, pulling levers. You can't just start focusing on next year. Obviously, you're thinking about next year because you got everybody back on the pitching staff except Dawson McCarvel. Okay. You have a lot coming back in general. But you can't just say, okay, we're getting ready for next year. Because you can't miss your own tournament. You can't miss the Big Ten tournament. No. 
No, you can't. See what I'm saying? No, you can't do that. So you're you're in agreement with me that you can't just start saying, okay, we're going to get ready for next year. No, you can't. There's too much Big Ten. First of all, there's too much Big Ten play left. You could still push into the top of the Big Ten, part of the big top part of the Big Ten. You you have time to do that. You have to go on a heater. That's what I. And by the way, that's what I was asked. I would ask Will right now, and I'm probably this week I will. Um, how can this team get on a heater? What has to happen for this team to get on a heater? Can it turn on a dime? <laughs> can it turn on a dime? Jeff? Well, it can sometimes. I've seen in, in professional baseball that, yeah, yeah, some teams that are slumping get a big hit in the ninth inning to, to win a game, and then maybe they get a, a little heater. Yeah. But, yeah. but the question is, is how long can that last? Because are, are you just a team that got hot, or are you really a team that is flawed, and that's the real you? Because any bad team can get on a heater. They can win four or five straight because they just things are clicking. You're good baseball players. You're obviously playing at Division yeah. One baseball for a reason. Yeah. But what's the what's the real team? Is it the is it the team that you've seen the majority of the season, or this team that gets on a heater? And so that's why those those don't last. And sometimes when the the streak ends, they go they resort back to what they were before the hot streak. Go back to my original mm, spiel with you. What would you ask Will? Think about it. Think about it. What you're Jake the journalist. What would you want to ask Will Bolt right now? Um well come on, I, come on. I would say A fair question. I would say, Will, how do you get this team to the Big Ten tournament? Okay, that's kind of what I asked him. A second but, ago, yeah. well, I, I think that's a big question yeah. to ask. Okay, another—that's that, the—you cannot, after winning the conference and nearly getting to a super regional, nearly. Yeah. I mean, you pushed the number one team in the country, mm-hmm. won a game against them. Game Arkansas. three was close. Arkansas. Arkansas. You pushed them to the brink, and you come back this next year in in what is a, a bad baseball conference. The Big Ten is not good at baseball. We know that they've they've had moments where they've had a team rise up and. Make the World Series. Like Michigan made the finals and lost. They're the ninth ranked RPI conference in the country. That's bad. That's very bad. It's a bad baseball conference. You cannot miss your conference tournament in your home state. Can't miss it. So that's the first question. And the second question is, Will, no. how do you get this team to the Big Ten tournament? There's another obvious question. And I will ask him this. Did did last year's results result result in sort of um did you think a little too much of yourselves as a program did it result in some what's the word i'm looking for jake i know what word you're going for um <laughs> to say it all the time regarding teams i mean i would i mean in a in very layman's terms did you get too cocky did you get overconfident? Entitled, maybe? Uh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for entitled. Cocky is over, word. Overconfident. Maybe that's just simple. Just keep it simple. Did you? Did this program become a little overconfident and think, yeah, entitled's not the, not the, it's not the word I'm looking for. Hubris? No. That's did you Corey. just did? Yeah. Did you just think? That it would be e- too easy now. Yeah, I think that I think that they thought they arrived last year. There, that's a good that's a good way to put it. And, and did you think your program arrived? Do you think there was too many guys around here 
that thought the program arrived last well, year. And there think, you go, Jake. Think about that, Write though. Write that down. Because in year one, they played 11 games, and then COVID wiped out the season. That was his first season. Right. Last year was Will Bolt's first full season as the coach in Nebraska, and they won the Big Ten. They win the Big Ten, no midweek games. Yep. Just weekend games. Which Now, so no midweek games with a, with a, a very healthy pitching staff and bullpen. Yep. Okay, and the Big Ten Player of the Year and Spencer Schwellenbach. Okay, they, you know, and a, just a good bunch of veteran players lost their entire outfield. It's, I mean, we maybe should have seen this coming, but I think we were all, all, all. Now think about it, Jake. We all got pretty swept up in the Will Bolt. We so, did. Well, yeah, because, but well. In the it, Will Bolt, you know, era. We'll it was it. easy to because Nebraska's other men's sports were suffering. You know, basketball has been bad. Football has been bad. Baseball lifted us up in the offseason. Did they feel pressure to carry that weight you to remember, which you allude? We asked the question before the baseball season started. I said, is, is baseball ready to handle the pressure of, of carrying the men's side again? I poo-pooed the question you at did. the time. And I... Poo pooed it. Questioned your poo pooing. <laughs> you did. I and said. I, you, I said. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, Mister Poo Poo over there. I've got reasons <laughs> in my corner of why you should be concerned. Yeah. I I listed. I listed every time. You lost you Povich. Did. You lost Roach. You lost Schwellenbach. You lost Roskam. You lost Hallmark. And Hallmark. Roskam. Uh, then the kid that starts with an A um, that played right field. Can't think Anglum? of it. No, he plays on this t- team. <laughs> That's what I thought. Anyway, yeah. anyway yeah. no, I didn't poo-poo that part. What'd what you poo-poo I poo-pooed, <laughs> what you poo-pooed, what I poo-pooed What I poo-pooed was this notion that they were feeling pressure to carry the men's side of the athletic department oh, yeah. because it had been so. I don't. By the way, Acker. Acker was the player. Yeah, Joe Acker. Joe Acker. Joe Acker. Thank Man, text our, our text lines. They're so the best. They're, they're the, the best. best. I mean it. They're the best. They rescue us daily. So, I no, I'm poo-pooing that <laughs> and maybe still poo-pooing that part, okay? The the pressure they might or might not feel in the wake of the poor football and men's basketball seasons to give Nebraska Nebraska fans on, on the something to cheer for on the men's side. I don't know. That might be a factor. I just wonder if they felt maybe they felt pressure. I mean, you did. I did hear some of that from people that they were kind of tight early in the season. Now, what it, what Will is saying about the offense, by the way, is this. Oh, we have caller Chris. We'll what what, what yep. Will is saying about the offense is they're just not cutting loose. That they're not. That last year's team, when it when there was a when it was time when it, when you know you got a good pitch to hit, they cut loose. A lot of check swings this year, a lot of indecision. I don't know what that I don't know what to attribute that to, but but all this all these things we're talking about are very odd. You have Will, who is a very you know aggressive player. You fit, you felt like he was going to be much like Dave Van Horn. His teams would be aggressive, so not they're not aggressive at the plate. They're not cutting loose they're bad in the clutch i was at, they're bad in the clutch as we've uh, illustrated yeah. the pitching staff lost kyle perry and jake bunts and jackson jelkin um 
those are those are main losses. Those aren't the only ones. They, I mean, I think we have a pretty good handle on the issues, but we didn't. We, but we really didn't foresee the problems at the plate. Does that make sense? Yeah. The, the pitching problems are, or you lost some guys. I mean, that, you can sort of explain that. The hitting issues and the defense issues, I guess those are the ones that are a little more concerning to me. Well, I think that's not an injury. That's not an injury explanation. Got it? I'm not trying to put on any any players, but I, I, you liked what you had coming back with Max Anderson, Bryce Matthews, Cam Chick, you know, Garrett, Griffin Everett was a guy that you liked, and he's had a, a, a decent season. But, but you're right. They haven't had – the clutch factor. Oh, I mean, they, they they have been in games. They've not been blown. They've been they blown out a couple been. times, but they have been in games. Yeah, and they just aren't winning them at the end. They're they're, they're not getting that clutch hit. They lost three games to BYU in a row by one run. I will tell you this, Jake. It's not always the clutch hit that's the de- the defense has let them down too. Yeah, the clutch clutch okay, hitting yep. has been woeful. Friday game one, three errors. Right. Game two, one error. Saturday, two errors, none for BYU. Uh, it's not going to get it defense done. Defense has not been there. No. Let's get a call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Great show, guys. Yeah, I, I hope that we are turning into a program, not just a, a team that had a, had a good year, because we do have to be able to absorb the, the losses. That's uh, yeah. I knew Mike Anderson was done when he – you know, after he made the College World Series and won the only game that uh, Nebraska's ever won in the College World Series and that had a bad year, and he blamed it on all the guys leaving. And I thought, oh, man, you, recruits don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're <laughs> you right. Know, uh, recruits want to hear, hey, yeah, three years, uh, you're going to be ready to, to make it and get a contract in the major leagues, and you're going to be ready for it. We're going to get you ready for that contract um, uh, so that you can leave uh, early and and – get on with your life and that's just uh what we have to be ready for um uh, and that's that's the way that you know that's how you build a program not just have a team that comes up and and i think Bolt is a good coach and that's the way it's going to go every even every program has an off year um but uh uh you know we can't get too caught up in oh man they lost all these guys because that's the way it's supposed to be um and that's the way the good programs uh, that's where they do, it. and that, and there is no really good program in the Big Ten. We can be that, you know. All the all the Big Ten schools are, you know. Hey, every five, six, seven years, we have a good team, um, and Nebraska can be the first Big Ten school to have a baseball program mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, three out of every four years, we're in the regionals and 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 making uh, making hay. Right. Um, I mean, that would be fantastic, and that can be done. It's done in in far better baseball conferences. Uh, so I, I really believe Bolt's gonna gonna do that, and and we just we need to be a school that uh, where the players get developed, sure. and they know that you know if, if they're here for three years, that uh, chances are they're gonna they're gonna be able to take off and and make their money in the pros, and that that's the way it's got to be sold. Otherwise, uh, you just you're just rolling the dice. All right, Chris, thanks for the call, 464-5685. Let me me compare it to this real quick. And You know I hate giving these schools credit. I I hate it, but I have to in this situation. Last year, Creighton and Iowa basketball 
men's basketball teams I do not like. I do not like giving them credit. You I'm like Fran, going though, to right? <laughs> no, Fran's a, a moron. No, Creighton, Creighton's team that made the Sweet 16 last season lost every starter. It was supposed to be a rebuilding year, and you know what they did? Yeah, they not only made the dance, they won a game in the dance yeah. and nearly won two. They almost beat the, the the national champion Kansas in the second round with the team that was supposed to be in a rebuild. Iowa lost Luca Garza, the national player of the year. They lost Joe Wieskamp. They lost a couple other guys, and they and Keegan Murray comes from nowhere, a guy who was good and you. became great. It's going to be a, a, a lottery pick yeah. probably, a yeah. first round pick for sure. Because they rebuilt, they didn't have the, they didn't, they didn't say, oh, woe was me, I lost, I lost a couple, you know, we lost some players, and and that's the way it's going to be. They won, they kept winning, they found a way, and that's why it's disappointing that this year you lost some great players, and he didn't just keep winning. Right? No, you're right. Now, again, keep reminding yourself, they won the Big Ten last year. They did. I mean. And, and also keep in mind yourself, there's a lot of season left. Is there? <laughs> yeah. There's a, there there's a lot is. of Big Ten play left, yeah, I suppose. I mean, about half the season left. Okay, No, there's a lot. They can still rebound. There's no way you want to – Jake, it'd be very dangerous for you to bury this team because then you got to live with that if they come back and make a big run in Omaha. But, but through 35 games, 34 games, they are 13-21. and 21. It's different than 2000. I saw that face. 2018, they're 24 and 28. And that's a lot different. That's only four it's, games. It's a below. lot different. That that pitching staff struggled in 2018, but the offense was a top 60 offense in 2018. This offense is in the 200s. I don't know. I don't know what. Going back to your question for Will, if we if we if you were to have Will sitting in that chair over there. You got to think about what you'd ask him. You would ask him, "What would it? What would you ask him? What's go, what's it going to take for you to get on a heater? What Pretty would, much. What could spark a heater? I mean, and I'll, how do you, how do you find clutch hitting late? I mean, yeah. simple, that's simple, a simple question. Keep too. battling. Keep battling. I think in, the other key question is: Did the program? Did the program just think it was going to roll this year? Did it get overconfident in the wake of last? season's uprising was there overconfidence did the program get a little fat quick yeah you know was there too much success too soon the guys just the guys let off the gas a little bit that's not all that thing all those questions are they go they run against the grain of what i would expect from a will bolt team how's will's patience with this team i'd like to know that too he probably wouldn't give you the He's probably it's, he's probably pissed off. Right uh, I probably I hope that he is. Right. Right. Yeah, I hope he's pissed off. Yeah. Um I don't know how you there's not there's not much you can do about the pitching injuries. All right? You just got to roll you're you're going to you're going to be rolling with young guys, Brockett, CJ Hood. Um they lost Jackson Jelkin, but there's you're, you're going to Jake, they were they were pitching walk-ons last week. Yeah, I know. Okay. What what's what's disappointing to me is and is the fact that we talked about this this homestand they were on. They had a nine game homestand, and and right now you've won one K of that. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's I exactly mean, they right. Lo- yeah, swept by Rutgers. They they lose 
three of four to BYU. The Creighton game got suspended they in the fourth seven inning. seven of eight. And those are all home games. And mm-hmm. they play North Dakota State Wednesday at home, and then they go to Indiana. Mm-hmm. See, now here's the deal. If, if you're Will, you play Wednesday, 6.35 p.m. against North Dakota State. You focus on that. Get a, get a midweek win. Now, then, Jake, you go to Indiana, which is bottom bottom of the barrel Big Ten team right now. Okay? You can get on a four-gamer right 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 away. They, they just did the same thing to Ohio State, who's bad. Right. They swept Ohio State, right. crushed right. them. They can do this. See, I think you just got to stay positive. And, again, well, do, I have not no bury, say the matter. do not bury the team. Don't bury the team. Get, get this win against North Dakota State on Wednesday. Go to Indiana and take care of business. You have to be as good as Indiana. Yeah, you better be. They're, they're, they're bad right now. Yeah, they're This is bad. not Kyle Schwarper, Indiana. No. This is much Thank different. You. Thank you. Uh, before we get to break, by the way, uh, speaking of the complete opposite of in the doldrums, the Husker softball team. Oh, God. Was, they played Easter Sunday, riding a 17-game win streak going into it. They were trailing 8-1. to one. To Minnesota. Streak like they, it would look like it was going to die. Oh, 17 straight is awesome. What's going to die? No, not so fast. They come back. They're down 8-4. to four. They get a grand slam to tie it up, and they win 11-8. Ten unanswered runs for Husker softball. Sip. 18 straight wins for Ronda Ravel's crew. I saw that 12 of their 33 wins have been by run rules this year. I mean, they, they can pound the baseball. Yeah, they're cruising to the NCAA 18 tournament. 18 straight wins wins and they're still not ranked in the rankings i'm sure they will be today they better be i don't get that i'm not the whole i'm not the guy that's no, out I there i think you know a thing about college softball well i know that 18 <laughs> straight wins in the power conference right. is pretty impressive it's pretty good yeah and that other teams in your conference are ranked right. and you're not i'm not the one that sits here yeah. and, and complains about rankings because i think they're meaningless to a certain extent but all it's all about where do you do you make the tournament or not do you make the tournament or do oh, you this not? This is a tournament team that Ronda has. They should be. They've won 18 straight this games. This is where, you know what you do here? What? You know what you do here? You tip your cap to Bill Moose. Because Bill Moose kept her. And he did. There's probably a little pressure there. And, and Bill Moose assessed the situation a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, assessed it. And said, no, we're keeping Ronda Ravel. And, I, and now they're enjoying that. A program. It's a program. Ronda's built a program. And this is this this will be interesting to watch down the stretch. Very impressive comeback, huh? but eight to one deficit. They said we are not ready for this streak to end yet. We're coming back, and they went by three. Eleven to eight, Huskers sweep Minnesota uh, again. Eighteen straight wins. Congrats to Ronda Ravel and company as they try to keep things going this week ahead. When we come back, I want to know: Did anybody out there? Catch the USFL this weekend, or were you watching the NBA playoffs? I have a, I have a good instead? answer for you. You'll be interested in this. Well, I can't You'll wait for interested. your answer and the listeners' answers <laughs> next on Early Break on the Ticket.